Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to another episode of PM and the AM Podcast. This is your host, Porter McNeely, alongside co-host, friend, uh, Wi-Fi technician, Blake Bushman. It's good to see you, Blake. How's it going? <laughs> Man, better now. This is, uh, this is what, our second, third time trying to record this now because my Wi-Fi kept going out. Yeah, last so, night uh, was crazy. If this is coming out a little late, sorry guys. No, but we are we are uh, going through these technical issues. We did want to get an episode out. This is the first time I think we've ever made an episode on an episode air date. So this is the first time it's actually like lining up yeah. and stuff. So yeah, usually it's like the week before or something. We try to sneak it in, but but yeah, uh, technical issues wouldn't allow that this time. So but it's good. Ho- ho- hopefully we make it through this one without me cutting out or anything. <laughs> For sure, but it's good because now we can go over the latest polls. Um, last week we did the best fry debate. If you guys haven't had a chance to listen to that one after listening to this episode, I suggest going back and listening to that. We ranked the eight best fast food fries and we had it voting on our Instagram and all week. Uh, the results were shocking to me. I got beat oh, not, again. Not, not shocking to me at all. I mean, my Wi-Fi sucks, but my fry taste <laughs> is impeccable. I mean, let's... Let's be real. Was it ever in doubt? No. Man, I thought for sure McDonald's was going to be more of a fan favorite. Wendy's are so good, too. I even had some comments on the post, you know, saying my fries selection was better. So I I was pretty confident going into the week. There there was one guy that said that everybody else was saying that (laughs) that, uh, Chick-fil-A and Arby's should be in it. And look. You know, lo and behold, that's the two fries that were in the finale. You know, I, I think I do personally think that the two best fries made it to the to the end. Yeah, I I guess the listeners do as well. Chick-fil-A ended up winning by one vote, which was pretty crazy because I don't think we've ever had a poll that, that was so close, so down to the wire like that. Yeah, no, I don't – I remember I checked like an hour left, and it was bet- like, you know, between a few votes, like one or two votes, and I'm sitting there like, oh, man, I, if we get a tie, I don't know what we do. But, <laughs> uh, but no, Chick-fil-A won in the end, and so go reward yourself with some uh, – some Chick-fil-A fries with some sauce on some nice on Labor, Day. Labor Day. Chick-fil-A fries. We're on the same page with that one. I love it. Uh, <laughs> last week, we also did talk about the kind of question we had for the listeners, and, and we asked for stories to be sent in, was about the crazy childhood stories that you can still remember because they were just kind of wild and they, they are still with you. Blake and I both ended up sharing a show-and-tell story, and so I thought it was only right that we asked the listeners for both crazy childhood stories, but we also branched it out and asked about show-and-tell stories. And so um, I wanted to go ahead and share a couple of those. And first listener submission we have is, uh, it says, My brother's sunburn was peeling off in relatively large sheets, so I thought it would make an interesting show-and-tell item. And so what they ended up bringing was a sample of human skin. That I'm I'm at a loss of words for that. First of all, the word... The choice of words that they use to describe it, say, calling it a <laughs> large sheet. <laughs> I know. That that child needs to be locked up for bringing a sheet <laughs> of skin to well, school. It, it would have had to be relatively large, you know? If you just had like a tiny little flake, I mean, nobody's even going to be able to, to even <laughs> yeah, know imagine, what it is. Imagine you, it's just a little piece. Here's my brother's skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have been like, no, that's a breadcrumb from your toast this morning. That is not a piece of skin. Oh. But okay, if it's but, a relatively large sheet, that's pretty cool because it takes some precision to be able to peel that thing off. Did you say pretty cool? Yeah, because think about the precision. No. You gotta, have you ever peeled a sunburn before? It always just comes off in tiny pieces. So to get relatively large, that's impressive. I don't know how bad how bad the sunburn, sunburn was is really what it is. Oh, that must also, have been terrible. Here's my, here's my question about this. You know, I don't know about you, but anytime I had a show and tell, 
I would talk to my parents about what I was going to bring. And what sick, twisted parents <laughs> let their let their kid take a sheet of skin? All right, it's even more like, weird because it's their brother's put it skin. In a, did they put it in a Ziploc bag for him? Like true. <laughs> I, I do, oh man, well, I got where so else? many questions. It's just floating around in the backpack, just loose skin yeah. in a Ziploc. No, no, they that's... just lay it over their, their skin. Then come show and tell time. They just peel it off, and it looks like they're peeling off their own skin. Now, that would be that would be a show Ooh. and tell right there. Well, I can guarantee you that was one of the items they were so happy about. They did not run it past their parents. The parents are like, hey, we know you're, you're on show and tell tomorrow. Are you sure you're okay? You got an item. We want you to have a good time, whatever. And the kid's like, man, I got it. I got it in the bag. They're like, cool, what are like... you bringing? I'm not telling you. It's going to be awesome. You don't even need to know. Seems like poor parenting to not question that. <laughs> to have trust? Like, to have trust is one thing, you know. But to when your child is keeping a secret of what they're bringing to school for show and tell, and there's a lot of things that could get a kid in trouble. That's fair. You know? That's fair. I mean, I feel like I would want to know some questions. And if my child said they were bringing skin, I think I'd, uh, <laughs> I think I'd hit the veto button I on that the, one. the teacher would probably have to show some concern, but... We've got some other ones that are just more kind of in the cool category. I'm going to go ahead and read those ones. So we have a... Teeth. So this person was a... No. That, I mean, <laughs> you did tonsils last week. That's along the same line. But we That's have fair. a listener who was in second grade and a Navajo boy brought his grandpa in his ceremonial leathers and full eagle feather headdress. It was so cool. He danced and sang too. I, I think that'd be pretty cool because that'd be like a major flex on everybody else, you know? Like hey, I wait, talked about... He brought his grandpa? Yeah. So it's like a show and tell of your grandpa. Bring your grandpa to school day. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> well, he was, was he was just... also bringing his culture though, not just his grandpa. You no, know? I mean don't don't get me wrong. That's a super cool show and tell. I felt like my I would have just brought the uh, like the headdress or something. I don't know if I would have brought my whole grandpa to show and tell. <laughs> True. I mean, you like that's a legendary grandpa move right there to be like, yeah, I'll take off work, you know, I'll be there to do the the whole ceremony and stuff. That'd actually be really cool to watch. I mean, everybody I'll else's show and tell show after tell. that, it's just gonna automatically oh, suck. Yeah. The kid yeah, brought his GameCube controller. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I like video games, and this guy just did a whole cultural presentation. That's just setting you up for failure. I'm trying to think now of like things that I would take to to a show and tell like you know pretend you have to go to school first day they have you bring something to like you know that you think is cool i genuinely don't know what i would what i would bring now i mean i guess my grandpa but (laughs) you can bring my grandpa your golf clubs your microphone you know there's but to find something that cool it would be difficult yeah yeah all right so we do have a the next one we have is a stuffed skunk and so that one's that oh. one's really open for interpretation because it was like a taxidermied stuffed skunk or a like anim, stuffed animal skunk. I mean, that there's... that that was my question. I like to believe it was taxidermy, <laughs> just because I mean a stuffed animal. Okay, you know, I'm sure that's a normal thing. But bringing a full on skunk, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's some next level show that, and tell. That'd be a pretty sweet one too. And. and I mean, as long as they, they cut the stink pot out or whatever, they could be passing it around the, the room. People are petting it, you know. That'd be Are sweet. those still active after they're dead? Like, you rub the wrong spot on this <laughs> stuffed skunk and it just... I mean... Start... I don't know if it's like it's like a volcano where it's still considered active or unactive, but I'm sure it would still <laughs> probably a, stink. It's, it's a, a dead it's animal. A, 
It's a dormant skunk. It's, <laughs> it's a, a non-eruptive skunk. <laughs> Pro move. If you're ever bringing a, a taxidermy skunk in for show and tell, make sure you have some of those uh, stink bombs with you. Oh, yeah, true. Just so you can, you know, just prank everybody right there. That's that's a That's a pro move. All right, so we got one more to finish up on the show-and-tell items, and it is an absolute banger. So we have one that says, My daughter took a turtle shell from her dead pet turtle that our dog dug up. <laughs> so oh. I feel like that was one where the parents were like, No, don't take it, don't take it. And then she just took it anyway, and that sounds pretty hilarious to me. Okay, so let's paint the picture here. So a pet turtle died. I'm assuming they had a funeral since uh-huh. it was, had to be dug up. So, you know, they had a nice funeral for it. Their dog dug it up. <laughs> And then they were like, oh, this is sweet. I'm going to take this. <laughs> like, I feel like the parents were just trying to dispose of the animal, you know? And then the kid got it back and was so thrilled. And they're like, oh, we got to take this to show and tell. Tell everybody that my dog dug up my dead turtle. That was probably a pretty cool item. I bet the class was, you know, in applause oh, at, I'm sure. at the end of that presentation. Think, here's my question. Do you think it was like the presentation was, look at this cool thing my dog dug up? Or do you think it was like, here's my dead turtle shell? Like... <laughs> I'm hoping it was definitely the here's my dead turtle shell because I feel like that would just be more funny and the teacher would just be more concerned. <laughs> I killed my turtle. Here it is. <laughs> I just, a lot of these, I I need some more explaining. Like It just feels like there's a lot of things that should have happened in between the uh, the turtle dying and it <laughs> being taken as a show and tell item. I wonder what stunk more, the stuffed skunk or the dead turtle. <laughs> Ooh. dead turtle shell i'm gonna have to believe the dead the dead turtle shell like if you ask me which one i would rather have to like eat something off of it would be the skunk for sure oh, i just feel like i feel like if you take it to a high quality taxidermist ta- taxidermist is that a I, I think that's what it is yeah all right if you take it to a high quality taxidermist they're gonna you know give it a little true. bit of a cleaning but true but i mean <laughs> Not only was that turtle a turtle, which seems gross in and of itself, but then also it was underground, and then it was dug up by a dog, and you know that dog was chewing on it. So no, you bring yeah, up a really good go, argument there. I'm gonna go ahead and say that the uh, the turtle shell probably stunk worse. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a pretty legendary item. I did <laughs> uh, overlook one response that we did have as well, so I want to make sure we get all of them. And oh, that wow. one says, "I one time made a classmate do hide and seek for something lame I brought." So that one, that one, we didn't get into the item, but we do get into the story. So the the poor classmate had to do hide and seek to find something that was terrible. I mean, <laughs> yeah, poor that, guy. <laughs> that, that's what you do when you when you don't have a cool thing. If you're after the uh, grandpa bringing in and showing his, you know, headdress and all doing a dance. If you're after that guy, you just got to go hide your item and be like, oh, it's really cool. It's really but cool. You got to go find it. You're on the phone with your grandpa. You're like, I need you here in 10, man. <laughs> Get over here now. <laughs> got to. Gotta have you do a dance. He's bring, like, bring your headdress. <laughs> True. No, but th- those are some great stories. Grateful for those responses. The other part of the question we asked, Blake has the responses for, and these were the just out of pocket crazy stories that you could remember from your childhood. So we're gonna go ahead and get into those. Yeah, and uh, we, we we didn't get as many of these, but we got a couple of them. And the, I'll, I'm gonna start off with this one, so hopefully it gets lost in the shuffle and we forget about it. Because <laughs> uh, this one is actually sent in by my sister, and uh, she said. She remembers Blake chasing me around the house with a knife and cutting Whoa. my hand. Whoa, that's dark. I, uh, I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't remember this story. No way. I do remember being cut by a knife, but I don't remember ever being cha- ch- chasing anybody around with a knife. I have scars on my hands, though, 
to prove it. In between my uh, pointer finger and my thumb, I got a nice scar from where I was I was sliced by this same sister. So no way. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume that it was well deserved. Whatever this was for. Wow. Or maybe really, it was. I don't want to throw any sabotage. shade at the at the Bushmans, but that's that's kind of scary. They got dead turtles. They got knives. Like I'm not sure what was going on in that house. We got taxidermy skunks. No, that's <laughs> not, that was not us. Oh, we just. We just chase each other around with knives. So, oh uh, my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but we're gonna go ahead and move on from that one. I don't. I don't got too much to say, but uh, we got another one here. And this person said they remember shooting an arrow at my classmates when I was running for office during my speech on why they should vote for me. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that I sounds just... like against the. You know, if you're going for votes, you don't want to kill somebody on stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean. What a better way to get votes than saying, hey, if you don't vote for me, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That got dark quick. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just trying to imagine, because, you know, I think we all, like, have been sat in school during the, you know, office campaigns and everybody, like, they have that part where they get up and give a speech. I'm just trying to imagine somebody giving their speech, you know, saying, I will put orange juice in the water fountains. <laughs> And here's a bow and arrow. <laughs> that was their skill. I, I, I want to know what the tie-in was for uh, the votes to the to the arrow. Did they have some nice like little saying like "Vote for me" and I'll we'll shoot straight. Or, <laughs> I'll be a straight I, shooter. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good. That's a good campaign slogan right there. I'm tell you what. I'm a natural. That's that's pretty solid. So it does uh, sound like a pretty epic performance. <laughs> again, where are the parents? <laughs> True. They're like, yeah, I'm, just I'm, go ahead and do this at school, man. That's a bad idea. There is a theme here, and it's parents need to watch what their children are doing a little more so that we don't end up with uh, dead turtles at <laughs> school or dead students being shot by a bow and arrow. So, <laughs> yeah, involvement in your child's lives, pass it on. That's yeah, a so. message from a campaign for a better life or whatever they call it. <laughs> Anyway, those right. are the, the questions yeah. and responses we had from our last week's question. And this week, we're coming up with another question. As always, we're going to want to hear you guys' responses. We're going to be posting it on our Instagram story. But we want to hear, what is the worst possible thing you could possibly say or have said in a job interview or be told by the interviewer? So, Blake, do you want to go ahead and go first on this one? Yeah. I, you know, we, we were talking about what we wanted to ask and everything, and I was thinking about it. And uh, I remembered... At- I have now in the job interview. I said that I would punch Hitler, and what? there's a there's a there's a reason for it. <laughs> but I was thinking about the weirdest thing I personally have ever said in a job interview, and that's that's got to be up there. I mean, first of all, they knew I was I was a good kid. I mean, because the the question was if you could punch anybody in the world, who would it be? Well, and I purpose in asking that. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to see character. Know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just you know, I like seeing if you had like a sense of humor and stuff and and all that, just like a, as a fit type thing. Okay. Um, because they ask everybody, like everybody that that has interviewed there, I know has gotten asked that question. So I think it's just like a fun thing they do to see the sense of humor. But my response was basically, well, if I, from a moral standpoint, I feel like if I can choose alive or dead, I feel like I have to choose Hitler because. You know, he's he's not a great guy, so if I yeah. could choose anybody to just deck. I don't remember my I did say something for who I would punch if I could if they had to be alive. Like, you know, I couldn't get the cop out. Uh-huh. 
but I don't I don't remember what I said. But I'm like the first thing that comes to my head is just like an old person. <laughs> oh not, no! I I don't know if that's true. I could be lying there, so don't hold me to that. That is a terrible thing to say. I'm surprised you got the job after saying you wanted to punch an old person. And they're like, yeah, no, this, okay. is, this is our guy. To, to be fair, I said I wanted to punch Hitler. All right. uh, okay, that was your first response. But if if you yeah. couldn't punch a dead person, you're like, I'm going to punch somebody who's close to being dead and see if they die from it. <laughs> That's twisted, Blake. No, I don't I don't remember the actual reasoning. I had a I had a solid reason, but, you know, things come and go in the moment, so <laughs> the heat of yeah, battle. That's probably the weirdest thing I've ever said during an interview though. I I got the job. So yeah. that's what really matters, I guess. I guess I guess it worked. I guess they that's what they're looking for in a candidate. Well, I'm trying to think and honestly, I haven't really had I've had like a bunch of uh jobs where they're just like, "Oh, you've got a pulse. You've got the job." I haven't really had to go through any <laughs> strenuous interviewing processes. But I am thinking about a job I had where I'd kind of, they'd just like interview the people kind of out in the open. So like you could just be walking by doing your thing and you'd kind of hear the interviews. And so one time I was just walking by and uh, this kid was getting interviewed, you know, they had a set list of questions similar where they would just kind of make sure. And so they, they'd seen that the kid had been fired from his last job. And so they're like, oh yeah, like, can you expand on like what, why do they let you go and stuff? And he was, he was a straight shooter. I give him credit for that. He just was like, yeah, I was late about every day. And so they just ended up letting me go. Um, I mean, I appreciate the honesty. Here's my question. Is that something he just included on his uh, resume? Like I was fired from my last job. I, I think like he I must've disclosed it during the interview. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess if they ask, you can't lie about it, but yeah, yeah. You I don't want to lie. I was just confused. Cause <laughs> you know, you're putting like the dates of when you've worked at a job, uh, 2003 to 2012, and then I was fired. And I just, I feel like I would leave that out. Yeah, I think his was from like August 1st to August 15th, though. That was the thing. And he got fired for being late every day. But I mean, credit to him for being <laughs> honest. When he was asked, you know, he could have tried to tried to swindle them into giving him the job. He might have been qualified in the other aspects of that job. Like I said, they weren't very hard jobs to get. But as soon as they said that, they're just kind of like, all right, yeah, yeah, it's not going to work for us, you know, have a good day. And I just was like, I can't believe somebody would say that in a, like, in a job interview. That's crazy. You know what? They they always tell you to be honest, and then you get screwed over when you're honest. Like, <laughs> this I, poor guy. Yeah. You know what? I, I just say it wasn't a good fit. You know, straight <laughs> lie, to, to, lie to their faces. He didn't get the job anyways. So, you know, you might as well just lie. He was going to get fired after 15 days for being late again, too. So, yeah. 15 days of pay. You know, <laughs> you know how many, you know how many uh, little Caesar's pizzas you can buy with that? Probably about four with the current yeah. inflation. But you know what? <laughs> We're not going into the economy here. But I just thought that was an outstanding response, and we definitely are excited to hear from the listeners. Hopefully, the listeners have some good examples that they're going to be willing to send in. As always, you can send it to us on our Instagram at PM and the AM podcast or our email PM and the AM podcast dot info at gmail.com. And we'd love to read those on the show. Um, so make sure to send those in. Stay tuned. We're going to be going over the best. Well, we're going to be ranking the best Pixar movies in our tier list category. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back with that. And welcome back. We're back with another tier list. We've come up with the rankings of the Pixar movies that we have seen. There were several of the newer ones that I haven't seen personally. I think kind of the same with you, Blake, right? Uh, there was a couple that I haven't seen. Yeah, some of the newer, newer ones that just looked really stupid. But, uh, you know, the, all the important ones, the classics are there for sure. 
But don't judge a movie by its cover, right? No, but I will judge a movie by its trailer. Okay. And uh, if a trailer looks dumb, I will not be watching. So, so you put some work into this if you're actually watching trailers and stuff trying to rank No, them. I mean this is just this is just me knowing. <laughs> Honestly, I was looking back at my list and I think this is like one of the harder like tier rankings that we've ever done. I I was having a really hard time separating this cuz to me like there's the classics and then after that it's just kind of like broken down into the others. Mm-hmm. And I I will say this and I don't want to give away too much, but I I discovered that I don't like sequels very much. Oh, wow. That that could be yeah. really controversial with Pixar because I feel like some of their sequels are some of the best sequels in any series. Oof. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see. All right, all right. <laughs> so are, we, you, are we starting at the bottom or the yeah, top? Yeah. So we'll just remind the listeners. So it goes D tier, C tier, B tier, A tier, and S tier, um, increasing in movie quality as we go up the list. We always start at the bottom. Uh, Blake, what do you have in your D tier or otherwise movies you do not want to watch? All right, I have, I'm going to get flamed for this, but I have Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3? Yes. Dude, you're a maniac. Cars 2 and Cars 3. Wow, Toy Story 3? Are you sure you're not messed up on the number? Maybe. Which one is Toy Story 3? That's the one where (laughs) Andy goes off to college at the end and he like delivers his toys to the little girl oh yeah super sad well yeah no that one sucks is that one the pink bear yes oh yeah screw that one dude that one's terrible that that movie is like one of there's probably like two or three movies that i i uh have cried in in my entire life remember the titans is one oh um i cried too Don't, don't get me wrong i cried but it's it's not as good as the other toy stories oh that's that's controversial. My D tier is comprised of solely Toy Story Four. Toy Story Four was garbage. Oh yeah, I actually forgot. I did have Toy Story Four on there. I was trying to figure oh. out which <laughs> which which of the cars I had because oh. <laughs> the Cars Three logo was really hard to see on my thing here. But yeah, no, I did have Toy Story Three and Four on on D tier. So. Okay, good because I was like, I cannot remember going to the theaters being so excited to see a movie. You know, since I was a little little kid, and that came out probably. Like three or four years ago and i it was yeah. very disappointing it was a terrible plot they didn't yeah. really use the characters right it was horrible i will say this i've probably seen that one more than anything only because at the i used to work at a retail store and they had that mm. playing on the tv nonstop. so i've i've probably seen toy story 4 the most because i've seen it eighty five thousand times <laughs> but uh that just makes it worse in my opinion so yeah no absolutely bottom tier for me all right, I can't I can't agree with some of your picks there, but what do you have in your seat here? All right, I want to get flamed for this, dude. I so I have Incredibles two, Finding Dory, mm. A Bug's Life, oh wow, Soul, Onward, and Inside Out. I know you haven't seen a couple of those, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my seat here. Okay, I I think for the most part that's pretty fair. Some of those movies for me are um, a little bit higher, but honestly, not very much higher. So. Not too much to argue with you. We did have some in common. I do have Soul and A Bug's Life in C. Bug's Life scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, so it's hard to ever I will really say love th- it. I will say this about Bug's Life. I do think it's one of the more underrated um, Pixar movies. I just feel like you know it hasn't gotten qu- quite the love that some of these others did. I mean, that fat caterpillar is hilarious, but uh, it just doesn't doesn't compare to some of the, the other better movies. 
Yeah, it's definitely been like 20 years since I've watched it. I definitely could go back and watch it. But I do have it in my C tier because of the like how scared it made me as a kid. And I also have maybe a controversial opinion in there. I have Lightyear in the C tier. Oh, see, I've never seen Lightyear, so oh, I didn't okay. include it. It's now on Disney Plus. For me, you know, big Toy Story fan. It was good, but it wasn't great. I thought it was I thought it, did, it was like It didn't give plot. you that nostalgia. Not really. And yeah. I just thought it was because like Buzz was like kind of different i don't know i just always envisioned it like the what the story would be of buzz Lightyear to be a lot different and without like giving away any spoilers or anything it just it wasn't my favorite pixar movie it's still good i would still recommend watching it but i just wouldn't go back and watch it again like my top tier list yeah i remember when i saw the trailer for it i was like oh that's gonna be sweet and then as like i didn't see it right when it came out and people didn't you know they were like ah this movie kind of stupid I just never, I you know, lost my desire to go see it. So I had it on my D tier until we, before we started recording, we talked and decided to leave out the movies we haven't seen to, so we didn't give them an unfair ranking. But yeah, I I have no desire to watch it. So yeah, yeah. it's it's off my list. That's definitely a meh kind of movie. So moving up to B tier, I have Finding Dory and Incredibles two. Okay, so those that's. Yeah, I had those the right below. I am interested. I know. I know. I I think I've seen more of these than you. Because in my B tier, I have Monsters University, Luca, and Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2? Oh my goodness. No way that's a B tier. That's a great movie. No, it absolutely is a great... All of those movies, Monsters University, Luca, and Toy Story 2 are great movies. But the problem is, they're not as good as the other movies above it. I... Now, so, let me rephrase that. That is an Those are S tier movies. Oh, get, you haven't even seen Monsters University and Luca. No, I'm saying Toy Story 2 is an S-tier movie. Okay. Toy St- no, it it could belong a little bit higher, but I personally would prefer to watch some of the other movies that I have above it. So, yeah. All right. Very interesting. So, read us off your A-tier. On my A-tier, I only have two movies. I have Up and Wally. Okay. I, I mean, I have Wally in the same spot, but Up, I think, is like an amazing movie. There's another one that could get me a little emotional right at the beginning come out oh that is a that is an excellent movie the just the, oh. the plot and everything that is a fantastic movie that movie deserves uh, to be rewatched. up really is phenomenal the, i i wanted to put it higher because i love up but some of the movies i already had so many movies in the s tier that i i had to drop some down and so it was one of the victims but okay but it's a it's phenomenal i love it i'm sad to see it as a victim uh, i'm gonna go over the rest of my a tier i had monsters inc wally finding nemo the Incredibles, Cars 3, and Coco were my A tier. Cars are all, 3? You had that movies. high? Yeah. I'm a big Cars guy. I love that trilogy. Oh, get out of here. Also, <laughs> also, Monsters, Inc. and Finding Nemo are on A. Yeah, they're A tier. They're movies I watch you know, once every three or four years, but I don't need to watch oh, them that often. Out of here. Monsters, Inc. is pr- quite possibly the best Pixar movie ever made. Oof, that's, it's, it's sensational. That's tough to say. There's been some Mike really good Wazowski. Ones. But I feel like you honestly, to fill out your paperwork. <laughs> you do that pretty well. That's, that's yeah, thank you. quite the impression. That's it, because it's a great movie. <laughs> You've watched it a lot, clearly. I think for the most part, we've been the closest on this tier list. It'll be interesting to hear the S tier. I have Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, Cars 1, Cars 2, Ratatouille, Up, and Toy Story 3. Those are my S tier. Those are quality movies. You have Cars 2 that high? Yeah, Cars now, 2 is awesome. Now, re- remind me, Cars 2 is the one where he goes international. Yep, and the there's Grand Prix. Like the, 
the death ray gun that yep, is blowing uh-huh. up cars. Mm-hmm. The wasa- so, Mater wasabi you, scene. You're not telling. You're not telling me that's as good as Cars One. I think it's pretty dang good. Oh. I thought. I thought Get they were on here. par. I thought Get that was out of here. Same quality of movie. No, not even. Not even. I'll. I'll tell you my S tier, and it is the only correct list. <laughs> it is Monsters Inc., Cars. The Incredibles, Ratatouille, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, and Coco. Okay, so you, what you did is you're like, I'll just take all the first movies yes, and branch them I t- out. Oh, that's smart. I, that's I told, smart strategy. I told you, I don't. I found out I don't love the sequels as much. I would much rather watch the the classics than the sequels. The reason there are sequels is because the original was so good, they were trying to make money by by doing it again. But you can never recapture the same magic you did on, on the original that's a that's an interesting way to put it clearly i think differently with cars and toy story but some of the other movies i definitely agree that's the strategy they use but sometimes they can do it right and i think with several of these they've they've done it right two or three times yeah i mean really the only one that i have up here that's i mean you had it pretty high too but it's not like one of the classics is coco yeah Coco's and that's good. Just, that's just a great movie if i'm being honest that's that's a really good that's one of the newer ones that it has broken into that upper echelon of of classic Pixar movies to me. Awesome. Well, those were some pretty good lists. I think, honestly, that was the closest we've come in terms of having similar lists, even though there were yeah. key differences. We're going to go ahead and uh, post the link to this to make sure everyone who's listening has a chance to make their own tier list. We love when you guys DM us those lists or, or just send it uh, via email or text or whatever so we can take a look and see how your list is. Let us know um, on the post we're going to do about these how we did. And as always, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Blake, you got anything for the listeners on the way out? Peace out. All right, I'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>